from verse 34 to, no, let's start from 33 to 34. Psalm 89, verse 33 to 34. Thank you, Abba Father. If you have it, read it. Psalm 89, verse 34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the things that is gone out of my lips. Amen. My covenant, I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Praise the Lord. We're talking about the promise keeper, talking about the covenant keeping God. You know, we serve a God who knows and honors his own word above his name. Many times we Christians don't even know that God does not break his covenant. That what God says is what it is. That nothing and no one, no power can change it. Amen. And as such, we don't really stand on the promises of God. We don't, we don't even appropriate it in situations. Instead, we lament. Instead, we cry, we act defeated, we act like victims. But today, I want you to don't forget this covenant keeping God. He said, My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. God honors His word above His name. I call Him a promise keeper. Because he has kept so many promises in my life that I don't know which one he will not keep. And if there's anyone he has not kept, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one that my faith is not carrying it. Or it is not yet an appointed time. But I've come to trust him in my little time of working with him. I've come to realize that he keeps his promise because that's who he is. He's faithful. And he wants us to know him today. This aspect of him not to leave you as you journey in this second quarter of the year. Whatever promise you stood by 1st of January, don't drop it. Don't drop it. God is bound to his promises regardless of us. He's bound to his promises regardless of you, regardless of me. He is good. He's game. For example, as was this is my devotional that I chose to share with you today. And I was meditating on it. One of the scriptures has jumped out that I could relate it to him saying that my covenant I will not break. And this is to believers. I'm not talking to unbelievers today. I don't believe there's an unbeliever here in our midst today. One of the promises that I have stood by that has helped me that I want to share with you, and it's a very common one is a general promise he has made to, to believers. Isaiah 43 verse 2 He says when you pass through the waters I will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire you shall not be burned neither 
shall the flame scorch you. Like I said, this is a general promise made to believers, those that are his own. It means that whenever believers should pass through any water of fire or troubles of any kind, God will protect them. Amen. I have been protected. Incidentally, waters, rivers, fires, flames are the part where the believers trade. We trade. We can avoid fire. We can avoid water. We can avoid flames. We must pass through them. We must remember that it's through tribulation that we shall enter the kingdom of God. If you don't pass through these tribulations, you can't. We will not. How else? We lose on the test of time. For those who endure, the crown will be given to them. Amen. So you have to pass through these waters, <laughs> pass through these rivers, pass through the fires, pass through the flames. Amen. These are telling you about the different kinds of challenges of lives. The typified challenges of life. Some of them feel like fire. Sometimes you feel like you're being drowned. Your soul is drowning. Sometimes you feel like you can't make it. It's too hard. The situation is too hard. You are done. Am I saying speaking to somebody who has been through something? But the good news is this. Even though the wilderness that we go through are full or filled with thorns and thistles, God will always be our guide. Amen. As we journey through this phase of this 2018 remaining year, whatever may come your way, He has promised to guide you. Have you been through tomorrow before? Have you been through tomorrow? But he is the guide. He's the one to guide you through tomorrow. We just had a song. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Without him, we can't face tomorrow. Take a look at what is happening around the world. Take a look at what you're going through. The many things that you've been through, some have not been through half of it. They are killing themselves. But what keeps you? Who holds you? Who is that pillar? Who gives you that hope? Who is the anchor of your hope? He is. So he is our divine guide. He alone knows the way through the wilderness experience that you will go through. I can only imagine. When I tell you my experience and you have not been through it, you can only imagine. But God has been through it because Christ went through it on our behalf. So he is familiar with it. And he's the one to hold you. He's the one to keep you. He's the one to be your shade. He's the one to keep that water from overflowing you or the flame from scorching you. He knows the way. Even where there seems to be no way. It looks like your, your, a songwriter says, even when my, my back is against the wall, feels like that, he makes a way. Because he says so. 
in John 14, 16. He says, I am the way. I am the way. Don't lose hope already because we are in July already. We're like, I fasted, fasted 21 days in January. I fasted, I sow seed. I am doing this, I'm doing that. I feel like, ah, is God asleep? He's not. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. And he's never tired of hearing your prayers. Whatever God promises you, whatever promise, if you had a promise, did you have a promise for January, for 2018? How many of you had a promise for 2018? Do you believe that it's a, a check that God has written to you? Do you believe that you can take that check to the bank and cash it? Do you believe that God will make good his promise? Keep it. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. You can go to the bank with anything God tells you. And you can make withdrawals with it because he who promises is faithful. God is faithful and he will perform it. And he has all it takes to fulfill it. All he requires from us is for us to believe. God is always present in times of crisis. You may not be going through any now, but I don't know why he moved me to share this now. It might be tomorrow. It might be next. But sometimes he prepares. He sends a word as a warning, as a reminder. Whatever you face tomorrow, remember what I told you. I am here. He prepares us for tomorrow. So he's always present in times of crisis. He's present in times of trouble. Because the Bible says, the Bible did never ever ever tell us that we are exempted from, from troubles. Is there anywhere they say we are exempted? If they were, Psalm 46 verse 1 would not say something up to 3. Say God is our refuge and strength. Psalm 46 verse 1 to 3. God is our refuge and strength. Our ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, it goes back to say, God is our refuge and our strength. In spite of what you see, in spite of what you hear, the rumors of killings around, the rumors of disasters and devastation, of what is going on, people losing jobs, the rumors of, ah, this person is 49, not yet married. She is 50, not yet a child. God is your refuge and strength. He's made a promise. Say, no, we lack a mate. Stand by that promise. And not shall be barren as long as you serve the Lord. It's a promise for those who serve the Lord. So I come to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, we are the subjects of miracles, of mercy, in seasons of distress. We need not be afraid. We are not to be afraid. 
God's assurance of being with us in our troubles should be very comforting to us. I'm comforted because when I hear what is going on in Nigeria, I cry. I have brothers, I have sisters, and we're the middle belters, we're the heat of it. We're in the middle of this. My brothers are constantly, my sister, my family, traveling, shuttling between Kaduna, Nasarawa, Makodi, Joss. Constantly. There's no way, there's no other way for us to pass and go to Makodi. We have to pass through Nasarawa. And they're back and forth. Family members, friends. And every day, I'm praying. I'm like, Lord. Lord, and he said, I will be with you. I am with them. I am with them. No matter what is happening there, I am with them. I am with them. So God's assurance in these troubled stories, you see children, the other day, was it yesterday, I saw children massacred. Children massacred. They sent it on their beds. Children were trapped in a cave. Thank God they rescued them today in America. Mm -hmm. Thailand. That, yeah, where? Thailand, Thailand yes. Thailand. Here, they were rescued. So there's bad news all around. But God's assurance of being with us in our troubles should be very comforting to us considering the calamities that sometimes we may suffer. All are taking taking place around us. All the news that we are hearing, and sometimes, regardless of the persecutions from people, from men, from women, from unbelievers, the temptations of Satan, God's faithfulness guarantees His promises will always come to pass. What is He saying for you to do? In all that I'm saying. Hold on. If you don't have a promise, you are empty. It's like I, I fetch a bottle, I bring two bottles of water here. One water is filled. One bottle is filled with water. And the other one is empty. Right? And you put them, when the wind comes, which one will fall down? The empty one. Thank you, sir. If you don't have a promise of God, you fall down when the wind passes. But when you have a promise and you know that you know that God says what God says he will do, he will do. The wind comes, you stand kakaraka, uh-uh. God is the one that created the wind. So you are standing. His promises are actually backed by an oath and they are covenants. They are covenants. He authorized these covenants with blood and death of who? Of Jesus, the testator. So his covenants are backed up with the blood and the death of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why I say it is not for unbelievers. And I can tell you that from Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. It says, But now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior. To the old priesthood. For he is the one who mediates for us 
a far better, better covenant with God based on better promises. So it is not for unbelievers. The promise keeping God, his promises are backed up with the blood of Jesus Christ and with the death of Jesus Christ. Because with Christ, his priesthood provides for us a far better, far better promise. The covenant with the blood of Jesus that guarantees the promises of God in our lives. The Bible records in Hebrews 8, 6, they are far, they are far better covenant. Far better. We are guaranteed. So God backs his promises with the blood of Jesus Christ and with the death of Jesus Christ. So I don't go back to the killing of goats and rams. I don't base on it. When I went out on Saturday on the street, there were a lot of you know, ministers on the street on Saturday. I was telling them, most of them were Hindus. Most of them were Indians. I know, and then these Guyanese, they like to go, go to the store, to this um, chicken place, live chicken place. They, you see them buying, they go and buy live chicken, white, or they go and buy rabbit that is pure white, or total dope, pure white. Initially, I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. Then later I realized when my pastor Bishop was preaching, talked about they go and buy these things and go to the graveyards to kill and make sacrifices in America. And I witnessed it. I witnessed them buying these animals. So as I stood there ministering on Saturday, I realized many of them, the Lord just dropped in my spirit. Tell them that there is no more sacrifice. It is settled. God has done it. Tell them there's a far better covenant. Far better promise. Christ is the ultimate sacrifice. Why go buy goat? White goat or black goat with no spot. Or white uh, uh, white um, rabbit or turtle. Then go to the graveyard and kill and do sacrifice and do incantations to hurt somebody's job. To get back, get back at somebody who assaults you. They are so good at it. And one one woman came to me, and I was sharing with my sister. Yeah, but there is a lady. She calls herself a Christian. She's doing that. She's doing witchcraft. She's doing this. Please, can you come with me to prayer? Say when you leave. She says she's in a Brooklyn. I say I can't go to Brooklyn and pray with you. I said, are you a Christian? She said yes. I said you have a better covenant. Deep yourself in the blood of Jesus Christ. Stand in your community, in your neighborhood, and make a decree. If you are a Christian, are you a Christian? Are you a born again Christian? She said, mm, as you see, you're not sure. Why would you not be afraid of which? Because if you're sure, Jesus Christ is your mediator. And his priesthood promises a better covenant, brings a better, better promise. Than the priesthood of those, the errands. So stand and make a decree, we're kings. Decree that now, from now on, let our witchcraft backfire in our face. Because the Bible says, let the wickedness of the wicked go back on their heads. So they will take it, feet, you will not fall in, they will fall into it. 
They'll roll the stone. The stone will go back on them. They'll throw a net for you. What will happen to the net? If you catch their nets. She was looking at me. I said, if you want me to make you born again, I can share with you Jesus Christ. And you become a born again Christian, and you go with that authority, with a new covenant, and you go and just put that woman's wickedness to rest. But your fear will not help you. Yes, they're going through it. Moreover, Jeremiah 33. Open it. 33. 19 to 21, I read. It says, And the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Thus says the Lord, If you can break my covenant with the day, and my covenant with the night, so that there will be no day and night in their season, then my covenant may also be broken with David my servant, so that he shall not have a son to reign on his throne and with the Levites and the priests and my ministers. God has not broken his covenant with the sun and the moon, has he? No. Do you pray for the sun to rise up in the morning? When night is coming, how many of us fast and pray for, for the moon to come? Any of us? No. So why do you not believe the promise of God? If you promise the sun to shine by day, and the sun is consistently shining by day, and the moon by night, and the stars in their place, he says, except you break that covenant with day and night, my covenant with David, I know the seed of David, are we not? Are you not in a new covenant? So your promise. If you don't have a promise to carry you this year, go get it and stand by it. He is a promise keeper. He has not broken his covenant with the sun and the moon. Therefore, as long as you still see the sun and the moon, know that God is still working on your case. What case is it? He's the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for him? Nothing is impossible to him that believe it. Nothing, absolutely. I used to worry about results when I pray with people or when I go out to do evangelism. I would be checking back my church in the, uh, in the, in the next day when I go to church on Sundays. I'll be checking to see, did they come? People I invited come? Or the first person I prayed for? One day he needs to me. Leave the results to me. Don't worry about the results. Leave the results to me. Do your bit. Let me do my bit. Now I don't worry about it. If I pray for you, I don't worry about it. It's not me. I pray for you and I go. Whose name is at stake? Is it my name? It's the name of Jesus. And he has gained the name that's above all names. Hallelujah. So what would you take a promise and stand by it? Know that as long as the sun shines and the moon by night, God will not break that promise that you're standing by. And it should come to pass. He desires to see his word come to pass. More than you even desire. It is his name and integrity. As take like I mentioned. It's not. 
your name is Pastor Vicky, Minister Vicky, my, my mommy and my auntie is an is the minister of God. Or another is it bishop. It's not the name of bishop. None of us here, our names are not at stake. It is his name when you pray in the name of Jesus. You let the Holy Spirit do the work. Therefore, you are standing, if you are standing on his promises today, be assured that you will not be disappointed. He has not disappointed me. Not one. God is a faithful promise keeper who has a reliable track record. I can't stand here. All uh, time is past gone and tell you about my track records with him. But if you recall David, when David faced the Goliath, what did he do? If you don't have a track record with God, it's sad. What did he first do? He talked about the beard. He talked about the lion. And a new anointing, new power came upon him to bring down the Goliath. So you must have a track record. So I go back. I said, Lord, you did this, you did that, you did Why am I worried? Sometimes I worry. Then I then the Holy Spirit remind me, but I did this. Why are you worried about this? Then I catch myself. I'm like, yes, Lord, you did. I have no reason to worry. It's not by power, it's not by might. Just by your spirit purely. Why am I worried? You may say, Sassandra, it looks as if God has not kept his promise to me because we are almost halfway to the year. Me too, there are some that has not yet come to pass, but I'm still holding on to them. Some have been for years, I am still holding on to them. I have not let them go because as surely this, this Jeremiah the three, I never thought about it. It was my place of devotion that he reminded me that, did you look at, he made, this will make me a move. So look at the sun. And then when in the evening, the night, check this, check the moon and the stars. As surely, as surely, if you can just hold on to that, the minute you see the sun rise, know that my promise to you will not fail. So when I see the sun rise, ah, my case is not hopeless. Hey, I still have hope. So just hold on. It's only a matter of time. Every day and the time is ticking. Every promise of God has an appointed Every promise of God has an appointed time. There are times and seasons. So he has appointed time to eat. He will keep that appointment with you if you will not doubt him and go outside the covenant. Don't go outside the covenant. Don't go and help God. Let's not be Hagar. Don't help him. Keep to that promise. If Isaac came, your promise will come to pass too. But the one that you must never forget is when you wake up and see the sun, and the night you don't pray and fast for sun now, it comes regardless. Why are we fasting and praying so much about marriages? He told me that too. How many of you pray for sun to rise? And, it's, and the moon by night. Why are you fasting and praying about that? I promised it. You do your past day. I do not break my promise. I do not. You are, are the ones that break. Sometimes we break faith. We break away our faith. Our faith is like this. Yo-yo. Today, yay. The next day, little thing. Ha. Ha, God. Why now? Eh? Say we are like that. We cannot receive from you. So sometimes we delay ourselves. So keep faith alive. 
when you go outside and you wake up every morning, you say the sun, guess what? Be reminded that his words will never fail. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us rise up. It's as simple as that. That's what he wants for you to remember. I keep promise. And this promise is backed up by the covenant of the blood of Jesus and the death of Jesus Christ. Don't go outside the covenant. Stay within the covenant. Have hope. Have hope. Don't be hopeless. He is the anchor. Jesus is the anchor of our hope. Don't be defeated. He said you are more than conquerors in all of these things. Just thank God. Thank Him for being a promise keeper. Thank Him for being a promise keeper. Father, strengthen me. Strengthen my faith. Strengthen my faith in you. You are faithful. You never fail. You can never fail. Strengthen my faith in you. Strengthen my faith, oh God. Strengthen my faith in you, oh Lord. Strengthen my faith. 